Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. Everybody. This is the follow through with Clips and Drew. Yep. We, we made it to episode 22, Drew. Episode 22. Who is 22? There's only one man it should be, Drew. Let him know. Yeah. 22 is Elgin Baylor. The great Elgin Baylor. One of the greatest to ever do it. Um, it would be nice to, to have more of his highlights played more often because this man was a scoring machine for the Lakers. He was up. Jordan before Jordan. He was the Jordan. And he did he did all these scoring. Like he had 60 points several times. And he did it without a, a three-point line, which is incredible. Elgin Baylor, shout out to you. Just just some honorable mentions. We got Clyde Drexler, of course. Mm-hmm. Clyde the Glide, number 22. Um, Larry Nance, who we're going to talk about his son here in a little bit. Larry but Nance could get up. Larry Nance Sr. War number 22. Interesting. Uh, all those shooters out there will remember Ricky Pierce, maybe. Oh, who doesn't know Ricky Pierce? Maybe, maybe not. They don't know Ricky Pierce. Talk. And for all the Laker fans, Mr. Stu Lance, the very own. <laughs> hey! All right, Stan. Stu? Yes, Stu. It's okay. Stan. Stan's his brother. It's his younger brother, Stan Lance. Um, and I don't know I don't know if you've seen Stu recently clips, but uh, it, I've always wondered how his face got so flat. It's, it's almost like his mama... Hit him with a frying pan, square on like a cartoon, and then his face flattened out. Anyway, he he wore number twenty two. 
But this is Elgin Baylor's episode. Elgin Baylor episode. And Drew, I, I literally have one of the greatest stories ever. Uh, I read this in uh, Bill Simmons' book, The Book of Basketball. If you're a basketball fan, you should definitely read the book. It's yeah. about 600 pages, but it, it literally breaks down every significant player that ever played. Yeah, it's like the Bible. It is. And, and whenever anybody asks me about the book, there's always just one story, and it's an Elgin Baylor, Baylor story, that I want people to really grasp, grasp this. Okay? okay, all right. 1962 season. Yes, sir. Okay. What a good year. Great year. 62. Yeah. yeah. Elgin was a reserve in the Army. Yes, he was. Okay. He only played with the Lakers on the weekends. Right. He lived in the barracks. Yep. During the week. That's right. Would come to the game, whether it's Cincinnati, L.A., like wherever. Yep. Throw on a uniform and play. And that year, 48 games the guy played, he would throw on a jersey, no stretching, no anything, mm-hmm. averaged 38 points a game, Wow. 19 rebounds, 5 assists, oh, right? 19 rebounds. 19 <laughs> boards, okay? <laughs> and then they almost won the title that year. They lost to Boston in the, in the seventh game. Uh-huh. But in the seventh game, he had 61 points and 22 rebounds. This is a guy that's playing literally once a week. And he's also a shooting guard. Shooting guard. 19, 22 rebounds. Holy shit. Imagine if players tried to do that today. First of all, that's a huge shout out to his to his uh, being American, right? Yeah, the patriotism, patriotism, and then just come in and play in basketball. You know, when when you're allowed to. Man, oh man, isn't that a crazy story? That is a great story. I mean, and that also speaks to like how epic of a player he was. Like those numbers that you just shouted out are not. <laughs> it's insane. People forget. It's. I mean, I, granted, it was a long time ago. 1962 is a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, but still, man, it's like. Those numbers are insane. 61 points in Game 7 with 22 rebounds. Who like, does that? I don't know the last time that that's ever happened. I don't think... I, he's probably I the last one. And when I, I don't mean like in the fi- in the parameters of the playoffs or the finals. I mean like ever. I don't know if there's ever been someone who scored 60 points and 20 rebounds other than, of course, like maybe Wilt, who did it a bunch back then, I'm sure. But goddamn. Yeah, do your research, kids. Look up Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor, man. Just don't look up how he was our GM for the Clippers for a long time because he was probably the the world's no. worst GM yeah. of all time. But that's neither here nor there, Drew. Uh, this is episode twenty-two. We waited a while because we wanted to get we wanted to wait for the trade deadline to end. The trade deadline has ended three hours ago. That's right. It's over. It's over. The Cleveland Cavaliers have cleaned house. Yeah. Um, five. What is it? Drew five remaining players. Only five remaining players from their uh, finals roster in the last season are still on the roster this season. <laughs> One of which is LeBron James. One of and, and Drew. Yes. This is exclusive. We do have a piece of exclusive. We have exclusive audio, audio. That's right. From the meeting with LeBron James and the Cavs front office on if he's going to stay or not, or they should trade him. Drew, play him the clip. That is an exclusive clip. You heard it strictly from Clips and Drew. I, yeah, I don't know how we got our hands on that. Um, he sounds he sounds uh, pretty serious, though. Oh, he's in that serious. Clip. You know what's crazy, Drew, is uh, 
Everybody saw the Cleveland game last night against Minnesota. LeBron hits the fucking game winner on Overtime. Jimmy Bucket's head. Yes. Uh, the team goes crazy. Isaiah Thomas doesn't get any love on 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 the uh, on on the the daps after the game. Yeah, almost like LeBron didn't even see him, which is I mean he is very short, but like still, that was weird. Maybe a little foreshadowing there. And Drew and I were wondering, did they all go out after the game right. last night? Did Braun take him out to a steak dinner? Right. And then when you wake up in the morning, poof. Yeah. You're gone. Yeah, I'm sure they went out celebrating the, the victory. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you got, you got people like uh, Iman Shumpert like, man, dude, this is really nice LeBron for taking us all out to dinner. Thanks, you Braun. Know, like, no, I mean, yeah, normally, you know, we kind of just divvy up the check. But uh, it was weird. LeBron wanted to pay for the meal. And, he was and really nice last night. Super nice, bro. And I was just wondering what, oh, Oh, what? My agent's on the phone. Hold on a second, guys. Hey, so break down the trade. Let, uh, let everybody know what happened with Cleveland. Sure. Let yeah, know. so the news broke first. Uh, the trade that was made was Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. going to Cleveland from the Los Angeles Lakers for Isaiah Thomas and Channing Frye. And then the Cavs also threw in their first their own first-round draft pick this year, not the, not the Brooklyn Nets' protected pick. And and uh, they weren't done. That was just that was just round one. Where D, D Rose left too, right? Or so left? then you have Rodney Hood coming in from Utah. Huge pick for Jay Crowder and Derrick Rose going to Utah. And then you have George Hill coming in from Sacramento, and uh, Iman Shumpert went to Sacramento along with Joe Johnson from Utah. Three way trade, right? Yes, mm-hmm. um, th- I believe it. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how that all worked out. It was not a three-team trade, but four new players in for Cleveland: uh, Clarkson, Nance, Hood, and Hill, and six players out. The last person that I forgot to mention was Dwayne Wade. Probably got what he was asking for yeah. with it with a, a trade back to Miami, back to his which old is where he belongs. Grounds. He, yeah. he belongs there, hundred percent. Now, I, you know, I think this is a win-win for both sides, Drew. If you really look at the big picture, it's obvious that you're talking about the Lakers part, right? The I'm Lakers thinking the Cavs part. It, yeah, it's it's a win-win for both teams. I think. Uh, yeah. It's obvious that the the Cavs were it wasn't working. We we have been discussing this uh, until last night's win. Uh-huh. They were seven and thirteen of their last twenty. Yeah. So that makes them eight and thirteen in their last twenty. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Thomas only played 15 games. 15 games as a Cleveland Cavalier. That, it, I don't, that, his his tribute video at Boston might have been longer <laughs> than the exact minutes that was. he played in a Cavs jersey. Man, it's fucking crazy. It, and it, it wasn't working out, dude. And obviously, I think there was some locker room uh, shadiness going on. It's very clear that Isaiah and it seems like Jay Crowder as well now were not clicking with the group when they arrived from the start. And then obviously, Isaiah, when he started to play, when he was introduced into the the starting lineup, um, obviously got some shade. Like, didn't him and Kevin Love, who I I don't know about Kevin Love personally, but it doesn't seem like he would be a guy to start shit. No. He seems like a pretty amicable guy, kind of quiet guy. And then all of a sudden, you got IT pointing fingers at him, uh, creating. You know this weird atmosphere that they've been going through in this locker room, and when you're losing, that's not a great atmosphere to even contribute to. Dude. No way. You know, and I, I, I just this is this looks so bad for it, Drew. I know we we spoke it about does. this a little bit together today. Yeah. Um, it's a contract year for it. It is. He's it's to I I have not been sold on it. I know 
Drew had in mentioned. In this season. In this season. In this season. Right. I think he's only had one. Like, last year in the in the finals, the playoffs was amazing, right? Not, yeah, he averaged almost 30 points a game last He was year. amazing. And the I leader think, in scoring in the fourth quarter for the entire season. And if that was if that was this year, right. like, on his contract year, yeah, he might get a max deal. But I think you're, we're starting to see how vulnerable he is with his size. Well, yeah. The, uh, the stat that I saw there in his 15 games that he played... Uh, he, as we expected, was the worst defender in the NBA. But over the course of those 15 games, he actually was historically the worst player in the last 20 years. 20 years. Defensively speaking, from a player efficiency standpoint. and uh, That's huge, Drew, that's if a, you look at that's that. That's a huge stat. And when you have no defense on that team anyways, right. it's just not going to work. And the reason why I say I, I want you to get into why it's good for the Lakers, sure. but why I think it's good for Cleveland is obviously they're banking on LeBron probably not being there this next year. They're trying to get, or maybe they're trying to make him happy. They're getting him two solid players. Clarkson's good. Nance is good. Um, Hood, they can run. Hood, Hood is great. And I so like is him. George Hill. I, so the Cavs obviously whether that whether this was uh, LeBron coming to them and saying that these are the players that I want. Or if this was management going and, and saying, "Look, we have to make we have to make the best push possible to keep LeBron here in Cleveland and also protect ourselves in case he leaves." Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the Cavs did as best they could. Uh, the only other piece that I think that they probably wanted that they didn't end up getting was DeAndre Jordan. Um, they just didn't have enough. Yeah, there wasn't enough on the table. Right, and it would have cost too many of those players that they wanted to get rid of to get just one man back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I'm. I'm thinking that they're 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 preparing for the worst and hoping for the best when it comes to this, and it all it, it's going to be kind of a roller coaster in Cleveland for these next months for the rest of the season, because if LeBron starts clicking with these guys and these guys perform like obviously the Cavs hope that they uh, the, the Cavs front office hope that they're going to perform, this could be a nice little group that it LeBron can have. Uh, moving forward, you know, because you still have Kevin Love out there. I mean, he granted his his injury is going to keep him sidelined probably until you know April, but um, this is an opportunity for Cleveland to kind of have a fresh start, which they haven't had a fresh start. Like yeah, this and they and they have plenty of since time. LeBron came back, right? And they have plenty of time. All Star breaks coming next week, right? You got time to adapt, and they can make that push in the play. It might really work, and if it does work, mm-hmm. say they win the next six out of ten, right? Seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna know that 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 maybe Isaiah just wasn't the guy. Yeah, you know, and I think they 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 I think they could have done better for Kyrie um, for what was on the table. Yeah. Um, but as far as the Lakers go, you guys cleared cap space like crazy. Like now you have the opportunity to sign two max guys uh-huh. as of next year. So I'm I'm super sad first and foremost to see Clarkson and Nance go. Um, Are you really sad though? Like I, I am sad? sad because because I'm a loyal Laker fan and these guys have been putting in work for the last three years. Uh, Clarkson longer than that. Um, Jordan Clarkson is a nice player. Uh, and the reason I say sad and not mad is because we knew this was going to happen, right? I, most Laker fans were aware that they were trying to trade Gordon, Jordan Clarkson before the trade deadline um, to clear that cap space that you were just mentioning. And then the, we all knew that they had to, the Lakers were going to have to make a choice between Nance and Randall uh, moving forward if they're going to keep one or either of them. And at this point in time, I mean, Rand, Julius Randall's playing his ass off right now. He's playing really well. And... Uh, you know, it it's all for the good of the franchise. I feel uh, uh, really positive about the the state of of the Lakers and where where we are for this off season 
like you just mentioned, we, we have the opportunity if we decide to not re-sign uh, Julius Randle to get two max players. Um, obviously, the rumors are going to be swirling about LeBron and Paul George still. But we have the room to get both of those players. But where's IT? To. Now, the first thing IT's got to think about is, okay, I'm going to Cali. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Point guard. Lonzo Ball's your point guard of the future. Isaiah Thomas is not going to come off the bench, especially it's contract year for him. Yeah. This is not going to look good for him. No, so the interesting part of this right now is that Lonzo has been injured for the last you know few weeks, and I don't see him being back. And you guys have been winning, by the way. We Well, yeah, we, we actually are playing quite well. Um, Luke Walton has a team playing really hard, um, and, and, and I, it seems like they're listening to him, which is nice. Isaiah Thomas is going to get his opportunity right from the start simply because Lonzo is injured, right? The interesting part of this is that the buyout ends on March 1st. The, 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 the timing for the buyout is over on March 1st. So that, that leaves us only really three weeks to explore what Isaiah looks like. And it's possible that during those three weeks, Lonzo is not back yet. So there may not be... Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because a lot of people have been saying that if the Lakers plan on bringing Isaiah Thomas off the bench, that he's going to want to buy out, like you just mentioned. Yeah, he don't want to be there. Of course. <laughs> uh, at the same time, if he if he gets a buyout, where is he going to go? And what kind of cheese is he going to get? Like, what what is his, what is it's value right now? I think it's more important for him to uh, add value anywhere he goes, regardless of the minutes and regardless of starting or not. He needs to show his worth to the entire NBA again. He has to prove it all over again because right now he still looks a little sluggish. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not nearly as quick as he was last year after this hip problem, which is natural. But he's got to get his conditioning up. He's got to keep putting shots up and scoring. That's what he brings to the table. And if he continues to kind of be inconsistent in that regard, especially with the minutes that the Lakers are willing to give him in these next three weeks at the very least, He's going to have to prove his worth. and and. But even if he proves great worth on the Lakers, it's not, he's not going to be the starting point guard. Let's just be real with that. Like, Lonzo ain't coming off the bench next Right, year. but that doesn't mean that they can't play together, right? True. So the, Isaiah would, would play with uh, Avery Bradley, who's kind of a similar shooting guard, point guard kind of player. And, I, and Lonzo is big enough to where he could probably guard the two guard on the back end and Isaiah guard the point guard. Either way, the minutes are going to be there for him to have, uh, him being Isaiah, whether or not he starts and whether or not he can take that, you know, that humble pill. Uh, he ain't t- he's too young to take that pill right now, Drew. My point is, is that he's probably going to get somewhere like 25 minutes a game, right even now. if he comes off the bench. Right. He, he probably will get that. Uh, mostly, regardless of whether or not he fits, his he's going to be a free agent. His contract expiring at the end of this year. And that's good for the Lakers, too. And that's what we need. We need cap space to take on trades and hopefully pick up free agents. Right. And what's sad, too, Drew, is I see player. I see, like, Derrick Rose now that Derrick Rose is in Utah. Like, it's done. Like, I think it's it's done. So, Utah actually plans on releasing Derrick Rose after this is all said and done. So, he's going to be on the free market. Um, And it would be interesting to see if anyone decides to go after him at all. 
or if or if he just kind of bows out like this and and never gets. He's not going to want to play in Utah. If he was depressed in Cleveland, just try playing in Utah, dude. Yeah, being Ricky Rubio's backup. Yeah, not. I'm, that's not cool. Um, good news for the Clippers. We didn't make many moves. Yeah, uh, sure. But we did get Lou Williams for cheap. Yep. A lot of people thought that he was going to be signed or, or was going to be traded, maybe in a package deal with DJ. First of all, DJ is here. Yep. There wasn't enough offers on the table. Nothing. No, no moves for the Clippers today, which was strange. It was strange, but like again, I kind of like that move. Like if if you're not going to get, we still have a chance to sign DJ. Um, we might give him the money he wants if he wants to do a two year, which I'd like to give him um, two year, whatever, mm-hmm. forty million, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is. Like cool. What I'm shocked at, I'm shocked that Lou Williams. We got him for dirt cheap, like three years, twenty four million dollars, eight right. million bucks, or it's all guaranteed. Yeah. Um, and Lou William. Lou Williams, like we were talking about IT, has proven his worth. Yeah. You know? Could he have gotten more money? Probably. Yeah. Probably somewhere else. But he Maybe. Liked- Lou Williams has been traded more times than I can count. <laughs> right. I mean, the, the guy's been on the trading block every single trading every year. Like, he, he, he was like, on two teams last year alone. Right. He's like, like Jamal Crawford, though. Like, Jamal has... Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford can bring value to any team that you go to. Right. Like you keep saying, your value. Everybody right. knows Jamal Crawford's value. Everybody knows Lou Williams' value. Right. We don't know IT's value, really. Right. Uh, well, he's got to prove it again, right? Right. And there's there's a reason why he's been on four NBA teams, too. Right. Totally. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going back to the Clippers. DJ stays. Yep. Lou Williams stays. Avery Bradley stays. He'll be gone at the end of the year, but yes. All of, all of those players that we thought the Clippers were going to make serious moves on are staying. So with this roster now, the way that the Clippers have it, I, I can, the way that Danilo has been playing, the mm-hmm. way that Tobias Harris is playing, and, and, and the chemistry that they seem to have uh, with DJ already, uh, I could see the Clippers squeezing in that eight seed. I, it's going to be a tough ask, uh, but it is possible. I see us making the playoffs. I don't see us going any further than that. And yeah. It's going to be a crazy offseason for both LA teams. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a crazy offseason for the whole NBA. I agree. I agree. And a lot of things have happened. A lot of injuries have happened, Drew. Uh And I really want to talk about this because I have some strong feelings about these injuries that have happened to to today's superstars. Let's take a second to talk about one of our best sponsors, Gold Net Basketball. Gold Net Basketball. You have seen the hats. You've seen the shirts. You've seen the arm sleeves. You've seen Clips and Drew rocking it at all times. Now it's your turn. It's your time to go get whatever you'd like from Gold Net Basketball. Go to goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Use our code Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. You get 15% off plus free shipping. It's the Gold Net Standard. Head on over there. Goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Type in Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. Tell them we sent you. Welcome back. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Here. Episode 22, Drew. Yes, it is. And we on episode 21, we were discussing this amazing all-star team that LeBron James had. He had a nice pick. And they're all dropping like flies right now, Drew. Left and right. Everybody's getting injured. Kristaps Porzingis out for the season with a torn ACL. Mm. After Kevin Love breaks his hand. After Boogie Cousins tears his Achilles. This just in, Drew. This just came across the desk. What's this now? Hold on. Let me read it. I have just been chosen to be on Team LeBron as the fifth alternate. No way. Congratulations. Thank you. That's That's big news. Ouch! Ow! I just broke my ankle. Oh no! Ow! Just trying to stand up. I'm out too. Oh shit! <laughs> All right, I guess I guess that means maybe maybe I'm up. You're I'm in now, Drew. I might be in. I'm not gonna move. I'm just gonna sit here 
Until, don't move. Until I, I, hey, it's the curse of Team LeBron, I guess, Drew. I mean, if I'm Kemba Walker, who is literally, what is it, the, the third remove? The, the fourth alternate. Fourth alternate. Congratulations, Kemba. Way to go, Kemba. Good yeah, job. Yeah, and also, he didn't get traded, by the way, which was weird. Everyone was talking about him going somewhere, but he didn't get, he didn't go anywhere except for onto the All-Star team. He is on the All-Star team. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy how many of these players, <laughs> all of them, essentially, uh, only on LeBron's teams have been injured. So LeBron got the first pick, but yeah, Steph Curry got the healthy picks. I guess and Steph's got all his team ready to go. Um, Let's I, cross our fingers that KD doesn't get hurt. That's what I'm saying. I bet the Warriors. I bet all, so all the all the remaining All Stars that were originally picked at this point, all the franchises are going like, um, I think we're just not going to play them until after the All Star breaks <laughs> done. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the safest bet right now because everyone's injured. You know, and I don't mean to laugh, Drew, because I think. I wanted to talk about these injuries yeah. um, on a serious note. I mean, we're seeing all these great athletes and players. You know, the future of our NBA, uh, you know, Porzingis was a, was, a, was a tough one. And it looked like it wasn't even that big of a deal. Um, but you're tearing your ACL at 22. You yeah. know, Boogie's, Boogie's Achilles is gone at 26, however old he is. Yeah. Um, and it makes me think that, <clears throat> you know, how when you're such in physical shape, You've been playing basketball for so long. You have all this medical help. Like, yeah. why are these players going down, Drew? Like, are they being overworked? Is it this season? Like, are people going to come to the forefront this summer and be like, "Look, these guys are playing way too much basketball"? Yeah. What do you think it is, Drew? Do you well, think it's just a Do you think it's just a matter of circumstance or what? Yeah. Well, so when when these injuries happen, you know, this year it seems like more than most the the big the big players are getting injured a lot this season. Uh, more than they have in the past. Every year you get one or two guys that is that's a well-known, uh, you know, well-known all-star kind of caliber player that goes down. But this year it's it's kind of through the roof. We got you know six, seven, eight guys that are top-level NBA players that are out with significant injuries. Done for the year. This all points to the league reassessing the 82-game season, um, possibly dropping it down. You can't really say that it's. You know, right, right in the face that it's 82 games is the reason because it's been going on for so many years. 82 games have been going on for a long, long time, and players like Porzingis haven't had like deep playoff runs to point. You can't point at like all oh, the last postseason he played an extra 30 games, and maybe that's why. No, it's just a lot of this is is just bad luck, pure and simple. Or do you think they're really not taking care of the bodies the way they should? I mean, you you would you would expect a player like like LeBron to be hurt. Often the way he plays, and you know he's dude. Knock on wood, yeah, is is never hurt. He's never hurt. Um, and I, of course he's Team LeBron too, so we don't want to speak too soon. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> we still got we still got what another week. Um, but I I think this has to go into question. Like, are these players overworked? Mm-hmm. Um, we all think, oh well, you know they're NBA players. They should all be in the best shape, top shape. And they are, I think, for the most part. They are, and 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 when you play above the rim and stuff, and mind you, Porzingis is twenty two and he's seven foot three and plays like a point guard. Right. You know, but it, it's just weird to me that you know Vince Carter can play his whole career and like really not have a significant injury. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I think it all comes down to luck. Yeah. And, and circumstance, like. You know the way if if Porzingis doesn't land like that mm-hmm. underneath after he throws it down, he's fine. He's running back on the court. We're not even talking about this. It's all just like those little things that happen in the course of a basketball game or any real physical game that you know flip of a coin can turn out beautifully or you can you know really mess your shit up. Do you think quick. that cutting the season down to seventy five games is is going to be the answer? I mean, we, there's been a lot of talk about that over the last you know what three three four five years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I the league made a, a, a an effort this year to reduce the number of back to backs, and I think that's helping in a little bit uh, because you know players are able to be there's there's fewer back to backs, and so players are able able to rest a little bit. Um, and that issue was mostly addressing in in the past players being rested while healthy. You know, like when the Spurs would rest. Tim Duncan and, and Parker and Ginobili, and then the Cavs would rest LeBron and everyone who matters and on their team. And you should be able to do that, though. I agree, but the way to, to avoid that and possibly avoid a couple extra injuries is to drop the games down. Now, is seven games going from 82 to 75, is that going to make all the difference? Probably not. But at least at this point, the players' union has something to point at and be like, look, look at how many players got injured this last year. And then they can probably leave dissect that even further look how many players got injured on the back end of back-to-backs this year um i wouldn't be surprised that the league makes an adjustment because when it comes down to it it is seven games and those seven games can be fewer back-to-backs almost no back-to-backs i know eventually you're gonna have to have a couple back-to-backs over the course of the year but i do think that that's a push that they'll make and i think i i see them doing that soon and back-to-backs are, are tough guys especially they try to keep back-to-backs like within the same state like if you play the lakers or the clippers like you'll probably play golden state or sacramento the next day right but it's still you if you're playing 30 minutes a night yeah you're playing that 30 minutes you got to get on the flight you have to wind down yeah you got to get your sleep and then you got to be a shoot around the next day it is a lot yeah and yeah these guys get an ass load of money to do that they do so they, de- they definitely do and i want to address like the whole thing about like taking care of themselves i would imagine it's hard for me to believe that any uh, stan- like substantial NBA player isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Granted, like you know, players go out and party and they have they have drinks and and whatever. That's fine. But when it comes down to like you know diet and exercise, there's just so many sciences that the league has incorporated over the last ten years to really break down what is good and what is not good for these players. And I, my guess would that be would be that all of them are following that regiment pretty pretty tightly. But I don't think I don't think everybody in the off season like if you take a look at like even look at John Wall right now. Okay, John Wall came into this season overweight, you know, or uh, uh, NBA overweight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and then some of these players wait till the month before season sure. starts to yeah. get in, in shape. And then there's guys like LeBron and Blake Griffin and, you know, James Harden who stay in shape all year long. Yeah. Um, but then <clears throat> Shaq was the worst at that. Shaq was definitely the worst. Shaq would come in overweight and then get into shape three months into the year. That was like the first three months was Shaq just sweating entirely too much. Well, it worked for him. 30 though. seconds into the game. It did, it did work for him. I think people expected a little more from Shaq, but it is what it is. Um, back on to John Wall really quick, because John Wall's injured right now, and John yep. Wall's not playing in the All-Star game, Correct. if I'm not mistaken. That, yep. um, and their team is playing, Washington's playing really well. They're 4-0 right now without John Wall. I think it's 5-0 now. I think they, they want to know. I could be five. wrong. Yeah, no, but Bradley Beal's stepping up big there. Uh, so what does that mean? Like, people got to understand, Oh, when people say, oh, uh, you know, Washington should get rid of John Wall. They're a better team without John Wall. That's bullshit. You're not a better team without John Wall. Yeah, what I happens? I hope th- people. I hope nobody's saying they that. They do. I, I've listened. A lot of people are saying we should trade John Wall. Dude, Jesus. that's not how it works. What happens, and this is coming from a Clipper fan who dealt with Blake Griffin being gone and Chris Paul being out. What happens is the reason why you have, you draft, and you, and you bring in these players so that they can be self-sufficient without your best player. What happens when your best player goes out is the ball moves a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these players that don't get to shoot as much 
are shooting. Yeah, Kelly Oubre stepping up for mm-hmm. them. Otto Porter still having a nice year. Like, dude, they, the Washington is a nice team. This is, I mean, they've been into the into the uh, deep into the playoffs the last I don't know what four or five years mm-hmm. now. It seems like, um, and you're not better without John Wall. No, you're, you're gonna- zero zero chances of that. I mean, he is an all star point guard. Um, and yeah, I I would be surprised if this run continues without him. Right. Um, but they are capable of, of of managing it because they do have talent and they are pretty deep uh, as a team. Uh, but yeah, I just I think it's it, it's stupid to, to have that kind of mentality. Be like, as soon as John Wall goes out, be like, oh, we don't need him. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's outrageous. And you got even I'm going back to the Clippers. Even when we lost everybody, it's obvious that our front office brought in the right players, you know, for the right system to continue winning ball games. I mean, your whole your whole purpose is to stay afloat while your stars are out. You yeah. know, Danilo has missed 25 games or 30 games, yeah. however many He's looking is. nice right now. Yeah, he's looking nice. And we could be in a position where we're 10 and 30 right now. You know what I mean? Good, yeah. But you bring in the right players and, and I just want to shut everybody up with this John Wall talk, dude. You're going to be, you're a much better team with John Wall. Yeah. Maybe John Wall is taking a, a seat, a seat, you know, from the stands right now and looking at his team and being like, okay, well maybe I don't have to do all of this you know mm-hmm. we, we said the same thing with Chris Paul when when Houston was winning games without Chris Paul we were saying oh well maybe maybe they're better with it nah dude you're yeah. obviously better with Chris Paul right you know so I just want to put all that shit to rest yeah um, I do want to talk about a little more about the all-star game sure which is slowly like that, falling into like the third thing I want to watch that weekend it's coming up this, <laughs> this coming weekend right it not, is, I mean so today it's Thursday today so mm-hmm. not this coming but the following weekend, a week from right? today is when the festivities start okay um I think we should take our bets now on the slam dunk contest. So the slam dunk contest, we have Victor Oladipo. I mean, look at that. Aaron Gordon injured as well. Injured as well. Jeez. Uh, (laughs) Victor Oladipo, uh, Spider Mitchell, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., and then Larry Nance Jr. It's going to be good. Larry Nance being the biggest dude in that one. Yeah. Um, it's going to be three little dudes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Oladipo's not big. Dennis Smith ain't big. No, Spider ain't that big. They're all six four and under. But they got boosties. They got bunnies, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're taking anybody, uh-huh. I think you're going to be a homer on this. Uh, well, he's not on my team anymore. Larry Nance. Oh shit! That's he's right. On, he's on the Cavs now. Oh shit! Yeah. I do. I got so I. When it comes to dunk contests, um, a lot of the judging is based on. Um, especially for the big man, like it's 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 based on explosiveness, right? So Larry Nance is a good, I don't know, four or five inches taller than the next tallest guy on the list. I don't think that bodes well for him. I'm putting my money on Victor Oladipo. Really? Yeah. Wasn't he in it before though? I think Oladipo's been in it before. I think he has maybe a couple years back. Uh, but he he's a, a rejuvenated player. He's an All Star this year, totally. right? Yeah. So like I think he, I think the only reason he accepts this invitation again is because he has something to prove and he has something that he wants to show people and he's ha- having a fucking hell of a year hell of a season why not that's what i'm saying now i think probably uh because the the little boys uh, not they're not little but the <laughs> the smaller guys always look better mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if dennis smith takes it because he's the smallest out of all of them that's who i got and it really comes down to what these guys bring to the table though bro yeah and you have to be now you i mean you literally we say this every year you got to pull some shit out of your ass because we've seen it all before we've seen man. it all ever since jason richardson did the behind the back or the the off the backboard between the legs and then you got jr smith going behind the back like well, vince ruined everything vince for carter well yeah for sure of course but, but now you got to bring in the props you got to bring it God you damn. know dwight howard got to bring in a fucking phone booth right you know what i'm saying i don't yeah what do you got to do you got to jump over a, a, a mac truck 
uh, <laughs> from half court. It's like, bro, uh, yeah, good luck. So, I mean, I, I think that it's going to be a very exciting uh, slam dunk contest. I hope we see a lot of um, makes, you know, because it's the worst when that shit drags on and they're mm-hmm. missing, you know. Um, it would be – I'm, I'm excited to see what, what the young guys, what, what uh, Mitchell and Dennis Smith Jr. have up there. So, sleep. you got Oladipo. You got yeah. Vic. I'm taking D. Smith Jr. You're going with Dennis? Yeah, I'm going with that's Dennis. A, that's probably a good bet. Um, and then we had discussed this a few a few podcasts ago on how, you know, the All-Star game is pretty fucking boring. And now with all these stars out of it, it's probably going to be not the greatest game. Not a whole lot of uh, hard defense being played in this game, I, I, I foresee. But I think, I think uh, the NBA and Adam Silver heard a lot of people talking about it, and they boosted that. 20, I think it was 25 grand most of the All-Stars get, and now it's 100 racks if 100, you win it. 100 for the winners. Now, that to anybody, even to millionaires, 100, 100 grand. It's still 100 grand. And I think a lot of people would like to have 100 grand. So I, they might, I would like. I, I would I, love 100 I, grand. I you need 100 bucks right I now, I wouldn't bro. scoff at 100 grand. <laughs> um, so I think they're going to be playing a little harder this year. I think we're going to get a little you more. You do. I think they are. I think with all these injuries, I think there's going to be zero defense. Just because nobody wants to get hurt. And I think like when you had... Back when you had the East versus West, you had an us versus them kind of mentality. And now all these boys are just kind of separated out like randomly like a pickup basketball game, bro. And when we play on Saturdays, Mondays and Wednesdays, whatever, well, you haven't played in a while because you're injured. But when we play, bro, it's not like we're out there playing like hard-nosed defense, you know? No. We're all friends. We play defense as best we can. But, like, nobody's taking charges. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? God, no. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think it's going to kind of – I. I it, I'm I'm hopeful that there is some kind of uh, competitive uh, nature that that builds. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of fun, like one on ones, like Steph going at KD kind of stuff. Um, the opportunity that'd be interesting, to, right? The, what they've created is the opportunity for teammates to play against each other, mm-hmm. uh, which never happens anymore now. So pretty sure I think the prop bet I'm taking in Vegas though, and I'm not a I don't bet, but I'm betting on this one. Uh-huh. Draymond is going to be the first person kicked out of the All Star game. He'll be ejected. He's going to be ejected. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a technical foul. <laughs> Does that count towards your if if Draymond got a tech in That's, the All Star game? Do you think it counts towards your season total? I think. I I have I don't think it does. Interesting. I don't think it does. I think it would be hilarious. I think they might team him up just just anyway. Draymond's gonna get teamed First, up in two line layups. Say, that's, what that's what I'm saying. Just get it out of the gate. Be like uh, you know Draymond comes in. He probably he's not starting right, so he's gonna come in right. off the bench. He's gonna smile at a ref, and then that ref's gonna team up. And just be like, oh, that's he's just a smart that, ass. That's your warning. You got one more. Um, no, I, that's that's really funny. How I about three point contest, Drew? Who's who we so got? So there's a, there's a, a good number of guys. I think they got eight guys in mm-hmm. here. Steph has taken a break. Um, he, he's ran, he ran out of room in his trophy case. <laughs> um, so he's got. I think he has to rebuild that, mm-hmm. and then he'll be back next year in Charlotte. Uh, my money's always on Clay Thompson. Definitely. I mean, if there's if there's ever been a guy built for a three point contest, it's him. Is there a white boy in it? Um, Clay's half. That's true. Uh, no, I. Um, JJ ain't in it. Uh, no. Ryan Anderson ain't in it. Um, Devin okay. Booker. So here it is: Devin Booker, Wayne Ellington, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson, Tobias Harris. Oh, that's right. Kyle Lowry and Eric Gordon. Ooh. I I could see Devin Booker doing something here, but I still all my money's on Clay, Clay. Thompson for sure. All right, you take Clay. I'll take Tobias because I kind of have to. Yeah, there you go. You got your Clipper on there. Uh, I yeah I would say I would say Devin Booker is probably the only one who can give him a run. I'm surprised to see uh, Kyle Lowry out there. He just wanted to get a, a sniff. 
I think he's done it before too, but it's just like I don't really see him as like a I don't know, just doesn't seem like a specialist when it comes to like the, the, the I, with the rack. It's so different shooting with that rack mm-hmm. next to you than it is to like catch a pass and, and shoot. I'm it. definitely not betting on Kyle Lowry. No. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Eric Gordon does some shit too. Because that, that guy can catch fire. So but yeah, so I got Clay, you're going with your boy Tobias mm-hmm. and uh I yeah, we neither of us would be surprised if Devin Booker goes off. So these are the these are the picks for Clips and Drew. Slam dunk contest, I got D. Smith Jr. Uh, Drew's got Vic Oladipo. Three-point contest, I got Tobias. You got Clay. Mm-hmm. Um, Skills challenge. Laurie Markkinen, the Lou, Finnish god. Lou Williams. I got Lou. Laurie Markkinen is about to do it. He's a seven-footer. <laughs> okay. He takes one step for every two steps that Lou Williams takes. He's being a, a, a Arizona homer right now, guys, but that's okay. Oh, well, hold on a second. Laurie Markkinen. He's balling. He's balling. Was the quickest man to reach 100 three-pointers in, in a career in the history of the NBA. It only took him 41 games to make 100 threes. That's interesting. Is and that for real stat? That, that is a real stat. And Faster than Steph? Faster than everyone. Wow. Faster than Dirk. Faster than the whole everybody. Wow. And I'm telling you now, I told you guys. You did. You listened to episode one. <laughs> you did. Please go revisit. <laughs> I was high on my boy, dude. He, got, he went to no, Chicago. No, you were just high, Drew. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I was also correct. True. And, um, yeah, look, look for him, man. The, the next Dirk Nowitzki. Hey, we're going to be right back with segment three. We're going to talk to Drew about how he's doing on our little competition. Mm-hmm. we got to talk to you guys about this cool interview that we're going to drop this week. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. You already know it. We are back. We are laughing because we're listening to our reads. God, we're terrible. We're getting better, though, Drew. <laughs> oh, if we could just... This is what we wanted. Somebody hit us up saying that we, if we did a jingle, we'd be better at it. But I think that's going to be farther down the road. So just bear with us, okay? Yeah. Uh, we're going to get better at it. But I want I want to bring people up to speed, Drew, because we haven't seen each other all week. Um, if they listen to episode 21, they know that we have a bet going on. You need to dunk by March 30th, two-handed. Two-handed dunk, March um, 30th. I don't know where you're at. Coming to a gym near you. <laughs> I don't know where you're at. Where are you at in this, Drew? All right. So I have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had so a feeling. So far. It's been eight days. And uh, you haven't jumped rope like you said you were going to do. I, I have not. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an, so an he, ankle tweak too, if I'm not mistaken. I did. So mm-hmm. I'll get into that. But okay. um, Super Bowl Sunday set me back a ways. So All I'll just, of us. I'll say that I probably put on more pounds in that Sunday than I have in the entire month of January. We ate like gods, though, did we not? Oh, it was a feast. Mm-hmm. It was a feast indeed. Um, so the the good news is this: I like I think it was the following Saturday after we released episode 21. I I dunked one handed. Did you? Uh, with an alley oop. Did you? So I just I just put it in there. Okay. So that's good news. <laughs> that is good news. Uh, bad news is I was not able to land the two hander. So now I actually I actually do need to. <laughs> you need to get into the gym, Drew. I if need you, to if focus you want to see up. This I gotta focus up. Um, for all those people pulling for me to be able to do this and for you to be able to see clips wear a Laker jersey, just have faith in in your boy. I'm going to be able to get this. I have all the confidence in the world that in the next, what do I got? I still got like 52 days. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to make it happen. And if you're if you're new to the show and you're just listening, the bet is if Drew can dunk by March 30th two-handed, yep. um, that I will wear a Luke Walton Laker jersey yes, sir. during one of our podcasts, and I have to post that on our social media, which I'm not 
and your personal, excited about? Your personal social and my, media. I did say that, didn't yes, I? Yes, you did. Fuck. I'm not going to let that slide. I know. I thought that maybe you would have missed no, that. No, okay, no, no, so no. on my personal page, too, I have to do that. And yes, if uh, if he cannot dunk, he's going to have to do the one-chip challenge on air. And you meant you were talking about, like, a nacho cheese Dorito. I was talking right? about that hot-ass shit that oh, everybody's shit. been doing. I know we're a little late on it, but I just want to see you eat it because you're not that big of a spice guy. I'm not. I, yeah, I, I'm... We're gonna have the ambulance ready. We're gonna have to. If if this hap- if I actually do have to eat this. Thank God we have a friend that is an EMT that will probably be on site during that. If what? that does have to happen. Yeah, I need it. <clears throat> so, anyways, we got that coming up. We got a lot of cool things coming up, guys. So, I, here's what I wanted to say, though. Oh, I know I'm, okay. I'm interjecting at Excuse this point. Me. I think probably sometime this coming week. Mm-hmm. We got to get into the gym so you can see. I'm in the gym. Oh, we we want video proof. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you can so we can kind of update. Uh, Update those people. Give you a visual. I would like to see that of how how few inches I can get in the air. And we're gonna we're gonna keep it real too. There's no there's not gonna nope. be any. We're not gonna sugarcoat anything. No, I can't. You can't lower the rims at 24, nope. unfortunately, or else uh, <laughs> he would have tried a, to do that. It'd be a lot easier. Yeah. And for those that even care, I'll be back playing very shortly. Yeah, My finger's good. I'm shooting around out there. Shooting around. The finger still looks fucked up, but I'll be back. Uh, Making awesome videos as soon as possible, I think. Yeah. Um, once I get healthy and ready to play, Drew and I are going to start a new thing called uh, Clips and Drew 2 on 2. If any of our listeners want to come down and play us 2 on 2 basketball, uh, we would really like to do that. I think that'll be yeah, we're pretty gonna be, awesome. We're going to be going around to different courts in the area. Uh, we're, not, we're not afraid of anybody. So no. if you want to come play, let's come play, man. But we're going to do that. Um, also, I know we've been talking about it a couple of the past couple of weeks, but we did an awesome interview with our boy Jerry Dupree. Jerry Dupree. Who's played everywhere in the world. He was a Laker. He's the, one of the original and ones. Um, he played overseas in North Korea. One of the only people to go with Dennis Rodman to play in North Korea. Korea he talks about his experience. Um, unfortunately, the, the interview is so long that, Drew, we have to break it up into a couple different pieces yeah we're gonna release it in two parts mm-hmm. uh the part one look for that coming this week we're gonna drop this weekend that. hopefully yeah we're gonna drop that as soon as uh as soon as i finish editing that and um and then part two will come a little bit later and again if you are a basketball fan you gotta hear some of these stories i mean he's got some classic kobe stories oh, he's yeah. got some this jerry dupree is the man he's a good friend of the show yep and you guys should be looking forward to that hopefully you listen to it um, another thing that we're doing right now is finally uh, our partners over at Soul Science um, that do the amazing shoe deodorizer. You've seen them all over the internet. I use it all the time. Every shoe influencer, every like real hooper in the game right now has got plenty of bottles. We want to give some bottles away. Yeah. Uh, I want to give away five bottles. Nice. This like this weekend, Drew. Okay. What do, you, um, what do people got to do for that? It's going to be really easy. Like what we want you to do is we want you to go and leave uh, a comment on our iTunes page. Okay. We need some more reviews. Um, I would like to get some reviews in there. We're going to pick random ones. Uh, five this week, and we'll probably give away five next week, too. All you got to do is give us our five-star rating like we deserve. You don't have to give us five stars, but if you think we no, are five stars. Speak from the heart. Speak from the heart. Give us the fucking five stars, because this give is what us we a, are. Yeah, give, if you give us a one-star, don't expect a, a Don't science. expect us to pick you. We're not going to be sliding a soul science bottle your way. <laughs> I ain't paying for shipping on that. No, sir. Uh, three and above, yeah. Uh, four and above, we're, you know. We want at least four stars out there, baby. Obviously, if you're listening to the show... We're a four-star show. So go on there. The summary, uh, the review, give us that. You can type in whatever the fuck you want. Say, Clips is full of shit. Drew ain't shit. I don't care what you got to say. Actually, I do care what you say. Say how much you love the fucking show. Say what you mean to say. Say what you mean Say what you mean to say. Right, Drew? Say what you mean to say. I'm a little upset that you didn't use one of your words this week. I know you had one today that you learned. What was the one we learned today? Well, so... Mm-hmm. 
my brother used the word the word largess. Largess. But that's not. I think most people understand what that word is. That's and also like we didn't really have the opportunity to to delve. <laughs> into the word of the week this week the word drew's word of the week uh so that's what we got coming up guys we got clips and drew two on two um we're gonna do the soul science giveaway uh we want you to go to goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop go pick up whatever you want to get from them these hats are fire everything's fire if you're hungry and you want to go down to balboa island right on the island where the richest people in the world live and eat gorgeous scenery right off the bay go down to the vi and, send a, and tell them Clips and Drew sent you. Uh, we're going to be back this week. We're going to talk about All-Star again. Yep. You know, get back into this. Hopefully, I think there's only a couple games left. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if there even is an All-Star break or if all the remaining players on LeBron James' team are injured by that time. <laughs> there might not be we a game. You never know. You never know. It might be, it might be three-on-three All-Star week. Uh, it's Clips and Drew. This is the follow-through. We'll be back with episode 23. I don't think we have anybody that wore the number 23. I don't even know I who can't think of one. I have no idea. Uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of... I'm, I'm, I'll have to do some research. Research it, Drew. Yeah. Because I don't know anybody that wears 23, and we should actually dedicate the whole... 23 episode two one of those 23s i would like to you know maybe we can delve into that blake griffin wears 23 for detroit he does now hey it's the follow-through with clips and drew we're gonna be back in a couple days we're ghost later Like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like Gluteus Bonos diddly squat Smart Alec, I'ma do it up Trying to win her heart But not just cause she got the biggest butt Lovely from the start I don't believe in beginner's luck I do have something to say So you 